I hear something. Hello? Well, two pods in one week for high school basketball fans. Where do you get that kind of uh, content? Nowhere else but uh, nhportrange.com. I'm Justin McIsaac. Jen Chick Ruth is in the studio. Lance Legier has already begun his exodus from the North Country to head down to Epping for tonight's doubleheader uh, between Woodsville and the Blue Devils. So the whole crew's here. What's up, guys? How's it going? So uh, off to a strong start, girls basketball at nhsportspage.com. The response has been uh, pretty tremendous, eh? It's been very good. I mean, Jen and I switching roles right now. It feels a little weird being <laughs> yeah, on the know, phone. Right? But um, I won't talk any wrestling. So, I mean, you got you got straight on focus from me. But, um, no, it's been That's really upsetting. good. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. But, <laughs> uh, things have been really well. Uh, obviously, with winter break, we had a little bit of a gap just doing no games. But uh, we're doing Epping Woodsville tonight. Really excited for that one. And I think just from here on out until March, we're just going to be full steam ahead, just going two games, maybe even three games a week, whatever we can do. And I don't know about you, Jen, but I'm pretty pumped about it. Oh, yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, the great thing about Division Four is we can always uh, double up and get, like, two great matchups, boys and girls, out of it. So I'm excited we get to do that tonight in the unofficial Division Four, you know, crossover north-south game night. So, yeah, I'm super pumped about it. And, uh, well, I mean, what time is it, 1220 right now? Yeah. We're only a couple hours out. So You know, if Dave felt like yeah. hustling, you'd have two doubleheaders tonight because, uh, what, Newmarket and Littleton are playing at uh, – the girls are playing yes. for the boys, right? Yes, they yeah. are. Right. But yeah. – we might, you might be seeing Littleton next week. It's oh, still, still negotiations, that's, but <laughs> that, that's a little behind the scenes. But yeah. uh, Jen, given a quick little glimpse, I don't know. We don't. I mean, maybe if you look at the schedule, you might know where we're going. But uh, no, it's definitely in the works. <laughs> if you, and we're if you listen to the boys' podcast, Dave Loudmouth over there already kind of threw it, <laughs> threw it out there. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what we call a big market tease, yeah. letting letting people know. So that uh, all right, well, that's that's exciting stuff. So I think what. What we're doing today is just uh, most of the teams have played five, six games or so uh, through all divisions, divisions one through four. So I think what we're doing is saying teams that have uh, surprised in a good way and teams that make you go, hmm. Teams like, make you go, hmm. That's right, like CNC Music so, Factory. So, such a bad 90s. Actually, there's a lot of bad 90s. Like Lance, you probably <laughs> don't know anything about this, but oh, my God, what were we on in the 90s? Like. I'm, I'm gonna put. I don't normally put uh, intro music uh, for for the podcast just to save time, but I might have to stick you, that one in the beginning should. and end of this one. It's a classic. CNC Music Factory, which the song came from, and Lance is like, "What the hell's going I know, on?" Right? The song came from a bit Arsenio Hall used to do on his show. He's like, he used to go. These are just things that make you go, hmm. And, so, they, and they made it into a song. Yes. Okay. There that's you go. right. That's all so, you have to do. So that's what we're doing. So Lance <laughs> is like, I'm going to drive myself off the road here before McIsaac and Jen Chickruth expound any <laughs> yeah, further. I'm going to sit back and listen. Yeah, I don't really have anything to. To uh, chime in on this, but you know what? You guys go, go I'll, with it. And Lance, I'll, I'll just sit in when it's my turn. All the parents are like pumping their fists right now. Just you just gotta trust me because they're all my age. They're like, yeah, I know what that song is. But anyway, uh, so let's. Uh, I guess let's start. Where do you want to start? Division one or division four? With the pleasant surprises here. We'll we'll go four to start if that's good with you, Jen. I'm good with that. I figured you'd go with four. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Near and dear to my heart, Division Four. But uh, I'll just start off right now. Um, The team, I mean, I guess it's not really surprising. I placed them at seventh in the preseason. But Hinsdale, I mean, off to a really good start. Obviously, that loss to Newmarket was kind of surprising to Jen and I, and that's really nothing against Newmarket. It's just the way that Hinsdale's been playing. I'm really surprised they kind of suffered that loss. Uh, Maybe maybe Dave can get us some info on what kind of went down in that game if he asked around, but... 
Hinsdale's been that team that might get a final, might get to the final four this year. I really think they have the ability to. Delaney Wilcox has been really good to start the year. Fifteen point eight points per game for her and Megan Roberts and Olivia Pandalenin. I mean, they've the the trio of guards that were coming back, all underclassmen. They've really stepped up in Nardalillo's absence, and I think Hinsdale's kind of that team to watch. They're kind of dominating the southern part of the state for Division Four and. They're going to be a really interesting team come playoff time. It's going to be interesting to kind of see where they wind up because if they can get two home games, I, I think they're definitely an easy bid for Plymouth State. But, uh, you know, if they fall to that five seed, you never know. They're in third place right now at five and one. But they've been a team that they kind of took a bigger leap than I expected them to early on. But they've been a great defensive team and, and a trio of guards, just like everyone said. Uh, they've really stepped up early on. And Hensdale's kind of that team for me in Division Four that might be Wow, we got to face them at Plymouth State. I really don't want to see them. They don't really have much size, but they'll be passed on the defensive end. And if you can't guard them on the perimeter, it's going to be a tough team to beat. Yeah, and to kind of go off that, what you said before about uh, Newmarket, um, we saw them. Um, was it like their second game and uh, second game of the year. Yeah, yep. and they lost to Sunapee. Um, it was it was you know a closely contested game. Uh, I don't think we were down on New Market coming out of it. Maybe we just thought maybe they won't be, you know, the the queens of the South as we thought. But you know, after that Hinsdale um, win, uh, I'm kind of like, well, you know, maybe they are what we thought they are. And uh, I was actually, I think I was like UNH hockey uh, right before they started, and I saw that and I had to text Lance, you know, uh, UNH hockey <laughs> on Nesson. And I'm like, yeah, oh my God, Hinsdale lost to New Market, so. Um, yeah, Newmarket, I think uh, they're coming on. Uh, Brianna Filion, who's been really good, uh, 11.5 points per game. I assume that's right, correct, uh, Lance, because I got yeah. off the site. So <laughs> Newmarket's been good with stats. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I, I think uh, I think they're kind of they're coming on and figuring out who they are as a team. Yeah, Jen kind of stole my thunder a little bit with Newmarket. Oh, sorry. But, uh, no, that's all right. I also see, uh, just because they've won three straight road games, Derryfield's been uh, – uh, where did you have that? I, I, I don't have the, uh, the the preseason picks memorized, Lance. Where did you have Derryfield? Because they're, uh, uh, except for a loss at Sunapee, they've been on fire. Yeah, and I, I kind of talked about that team in my Thursday thoughts. I had Derryfield at nine. Yeah. I mean, not really many teams were talking about them, but Emmy Play coming back, ninth leading score in Division Four, fifteen point five points per game. She's just, she's been a game changer. And I think Derryfield being at four right now, they might stay right up in the standings. Five and one record right now. They do have some tough games coming up. Obviously, all the Southern teams kind of play each other, and they're kind of in the same area. So uh, if they can uh, kind of win out, they got a tough Colbrook game tonight, which I talked about. Then they play Newmarket, Hinsdale. they got Farmington. I mean, that's a really tough stretch right there. Yeah. They have Messinic down the road and Sunapee. But if Derek Field can finish out and stay hot, they can finish in that top four, top five range. And that's really Hinsdale and Derek Field. I think Derek Field just a little more than Hinsdale has been a big surprise to me, just because not a lot of coaches talked about them. But Emmy Play coming back. Uh, really changed that lineup, and it shows right now at a five and one record. I think Derryfield's going to be a team to be reckoned with in that quarterfinal range. If someone's got to travel to Derryfield, uh, it's going to be a tough game for them. All right, you know TD Garden North. That's what Derryfield's gym is. That's right? what I heard. I heard yeah, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I heard. Yeah, I heard. VIP parking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if we can get over that, that'd be good. I, I know me and Lance have been talking about the schedule and whatnot, and uh, Derryfield was definitely brought up. And Lance goes, they're sneaky good. So that, that, there that's, you go. You know, that's encapsulates me them for me. So I guess they'll find out what they're made of at Colebrook tonight. So yeah, that'll be, that'll that, be, that'll that'll be a good challenge. Yeah. Tough test. All right, Very so good challenge. who's making you go? Hmm. 
Um, right now, making me go home, I would say Farmington for me at two and two. They just took an overtime loss to Portsmouth Christian, fifty-six fifty. And Portsmouth Christian's two and four. They got uh, two nice wins on their resume, but Farmington's kind of been a little iffy for me. Jacqueline Peasley's really stepped up the year, uh, just scoring wise this season. But Chloe Weeks, just looking at the box scores that I get through huddle, she's just had a tough time staying on the floor without trouble. She's a very aggressive defender. But I think that kind of bites her in the end because in late game situations she has to sit on the bench and her offensive production. If she when she shoots and when she wants to shoot, uh, she can be a lethal option. And just another quick note from that Portsmouth Christian game: Ari Davy didn't play, and she's a big player for them off the bench, averaging ten point seven points per game. And she was a big loss. That game went to overtime, and they ended up getting outscored twelve to six in that overtime period. So that's not the best of losses for Farmington. They've kind of struggled this year. Obviously, they handled Epping when we were there. They had a really nice finish, but uh, but since they're two and two, and they're kind of, I'm a little surprised they're two and two at the moment. I thought they'd have a harder a hotter start to the season. Yeah, Chloe Weeks being aggressive, especially you you experienced this Lance in uh, in playing Division Four, but in the lower divisions, and especially unfortunately uh, for the girls in lower divisions, they're just refereed different. If you're a, an aggressive yeah. girls player. You're, you you know the, the the referees will let the boys play more physical for whatever reason. Uh, so, but if you're aggressive as a girl, sometimes you get fouls. Maybe you wouldn't pick up if you're a boy. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely a, a lot different officiating those kind of games. I mean, I've seen it firsthand, obviously, like you said. But uh, for Chloe Weeks, she plays very good defense, but sometimes she's a little over the top, and I think that's hurt Farmington. I mean, she's having an okay season to start, but. If they want to propel up into the standing, she ne- she needs to kind of get going here. But if Jacqueline Peasley can stay consistent offensively, uh, you have two great weapons and then Ari Davy off the bench. That's a tough trio to beat. So we'll see if Farmington responds. Only four games uh, played so far for them, but uh, they they need to get going a little bit. All right, who's making you say hmm, hmm. Jen Ruth? Well, looking at the uh, standings, I saw Groveton at three and three. I'm like, hmm, that's 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 strange. But then I saw who they played. I mean, they lost to Colbrook, they lost to Woodsville, and they lost to White Mountains, which is a good D3 team. So, uh, you know, I think they're going to be fine. They they I'm looking at their schedule, man. They have probably the toughest schedule in D4. They still have to play Littleton twice, and they have White Mountains again. So, I think I think they're going to be fine. Nodia Davenport, 14 point points, thir- 14. Points per game, and uh, Caitlin Desel—how do you say that? Uh, Desolates. There we go. Thirteen point seven <laughs> points per game. So yeah, if you have two players averaging almost fifteen points per game, you- you're going to be fine, and that that team's going to be fine. But yeah, right now they're down on the standings. But that after after you look a little closer, you, you don't go hmm anymore. Oh, there you go. All right, and, so- that, and that's what Tim Haskins said in the preseason. They they do have the toughest schedule in the division, just how you look at it. I mean, they got to play all the North Country teams at least twice. And uh, no, they they've had a tough go at it. I saw them play Gorm, and that that game was actually close. Nadia Davenport didn't dress. Uh, she was actually she had to sit for that game, and he had another starter get injured in that contest. And Gorm was really right in it with him, which. I mean, obviously, being a Gorham fan, that was great to see. But the Eagles had a little what? trouble with that game. So, <laughs> didn't have three and three. <laughs> yes, I am a Gorham fan. Sorry <laughs> if you didn't know. But um, I think I think Groveton's going to be just fine. Obviously, getting tested early on, I think, is going to help them down the road. But uh, if they don't get seated on the right side of the bracket, if they have a tough game in the quarterfinals, it might be tough for them to get to Plymouth this year. We'll just see where they end up. they got a good one going to Farmington tonight. So, they're coming down uh, coming down our way. All right, Division Three. Who uh who's surprising you in a good way, guys? You can go first, Lance. 
All right. Division three, I mean, I, I said my Thursday thoughts. I think that's going to be a, a really, really tight division. But uh, Guilford at five and one, I guess, is a bit of a surprise. I mean, their head coach, um, Rick Forge, he didn't really think – he said, wow, coaches think we're going to be good this year. He's like, I don't, I don't think we have that much coming back. I don't think we'll be right at the top, but Guilford at 5-1, and one, they've won some really good games early on. Shelby Cole has been tremendous, averaging 20 points a game. And if Guilford stays up there, if they continue to win out, I mean, they're going to be a tough team down the road. And uh, St. Thomas, just another team. I hope I didn't steal that from anyone, but St. Thomas has been yep. really good to start at 6-1. and one. Stolen from me, Lance. You knew I was going to the Seacoast, dog. Go hey, <laughs> I just brought you in, so you, you can talk St. Thomas right now. I think they've been a great surprise. Yeah, Madeline Perderis with uh, almost 15 points per game. And who's coaching St. Thomas? I, I I know you've told me this, but uh, it's been it's been a long two months for me, Lance. So who who's coaching? J.P. Sanborn. Yeah, well, J.P. Sanborn's the head coach there. He's been great. I, I think they're surprising a lot of people just because I mean, we didn't really talk much during the preview about St. Thomas, right, Division Three. Not at all. I mean, they were kind of around that top ten just outside range, and to be at 6-1, and one, that's a really good start for St. Thomas. And he said this is kind of how they started last season, and then they lost some seniors to injury, and they, they went right down. But if this group can stay healthy and keep going, uh, St. Thomas could be an easy top 14. All right, who you got, Jim? Was that your pick too? Uh, well, I had a couple, but yeah. Stop, stop, stealing, stop stealing, Lance. Uh, I would say, uh, well, obviously Conant was the favorite going in, so it's, they're not a surprise. They that, can't surprise you. No, yeah. they're not, right. not surprised they're undefeated. I think it's more surprised, like, how they've been, you know, killing teams pretty much. Uh, well, they did play Hopkinton pretty tight. I think it was like a five-point game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but other than that, they've, they've been uh, – they took care of Fall Mountain, which we covered – on opening night, and uh, they just—they're on a mission. I—I I can tell. Um, Elizabeth Ganya is—I—I I don't know. I feel like she's the best guard in the state that no—no no one knows about. She is athletic as heck. Sixteen point nine points per game, and uh, she's the anchor that is gonna gonna lead them to uh, where they want to go. Uh, did you see on Twitter? Uh, I think Justin, you you guys were talking about the uh, venues where everything's going to oh, be. Oh yeah, Ben Conant said, "Just yeah. play the D three girls at Conant." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I they, did not touch that, but well, they named the school after Ben Conant. That's why oh, he says oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, okay, I get yeah, it. I get so it now, but I was just like, "Whoa, okay." <laughs> I, the Pratt is very nice. I don't know if they could host a championship. Might be a seating issue there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who's making to say? Hmm. Um. Really, I. I'm not surprised Minadnock is 2-2, two and two, but maybe I thought they'd have a little better start to the year. Obviously, the defending champs, they lost a, lost a lot of players. Obviously, Gwen Simpson was huge for them last year. Uh, her not coming back definitely hurts. But to be at 2-2, two and two, I, I mean, obviously, it's four games, very small sample size. But I guess that's the team that's kind of making me say, hmm, a little bit early on. Uh, they've struggled offensively at times. They've kind of been in the low 30s for a lot of their games. And it's really going to come down to defense for that team, I believe. And uh, if they can turn things around, they might be uh, might be a tough quarterfinal matchup coming in as an underdog. But uh, the schedule somewhat eases up towards the middle, but right in the end, they got Conant, Fall Mountain, Hopkinson, three really tough games. But um, Manadnock, uh, I guess a little bit surprising to sit at 2-2 two and two right now. All right, Jen, who you got? Uh, Manadnock. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think they're gonna. They they also have a pretty tough schedule. I mean, where, yeah. where they're geographically located, with had them having to play Conant and Fall Mountain and Hopton, uh, Guilford. Like, 
they have a really tough schedule. So obviously they're missing a lot of their key players that graduated. Gwen Simpson, you know, miss mm-hmm. they misses them. And uh, I, I think they're going to come around. They're young. They also lost their coach. Uh, he's coaching at North now. I can't remember his name for the life yeah. of me. Um, so, yeah, it, it just a little bit of rebound, but they're going to be fine. All right. Uh, for Division Two. Teams that are surprising you in a good way. Well, I, 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 I'm going to go first here because I have the microphone. I can't, I can't say I'm surprised, but oh, I'll let. No. I'll let I, I already gave you your shout out. I'll let you guys you take the baton with it. I'll set you up. You guys can knock them down. Even if this wasn't your pick, it probably should have been at three and zero. And the champions, champions, I say, of the 41st annual Mike Lee Holiday Basketball Bash. <laughs> I'm of course referring to the Spalding Red Raiders. I, go. I don't. Why? Why does? Why does Matt Regan come into play when you talk about Spalding? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, he, I don't understand it. This is because uh, probably telling tales out of school here. Because one time he sent me a video after he won a title where he said, "That's what a championship trophy looks like, McIsaac. You will never see that. Neither will the Red Raiders <laughs> like that." So, no. Right. <laughs> that's, as long as I know the origin story now. Okay, that's, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's what that is. Okay. I don't, plus, everything's better in the Regan voice. Oh, but yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, go ahead. What, what's your teams that are surprising you guys? You gonna elaborate on Spalding more? You just, you just stole it. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's your team. Not you know the Thursday thoughts spelled it out well. No, uh, uh, Mary Parity. What, what, what is she averaging? Like it's over twenty a game, right? Twenty-two point seven points yeah. a game. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. I guess killing it. I, okay, I mean, you know, she the Red Raiders are three and zero. I guess we'll talk. They beat Bishop Brady, who was. My preseason number three, but you know, they're, they're okay. It's uh, now, right. now correct me if I'm wrong. It's pre- after Leb and Hanover. It's pretty wide open, right? Am I? Is it a pipe dream for me to think if they keep? I don't know. There's a long way know. to go. Lebanon's two and two. Lebanon's two and two. Hollis Brookline's four and oh. John Starks five and oh. I mean, All right. I don't know. Maybe it isn't as wide open as we think. Hanover just played a tough one with Merrimack Valley. What? Uh, what am saying, Lance? Just beat Lebanon seventy sixty three. I mean. What, I don't know. What Maybe I'm, you thought it might open as we thought. What I'm saying is, Lance, I've already blocked off the semifinal date <laughs> so I can see Spalding and per- wherever the final four is going to be this year. I've already my, – my, it it's actually my wife's and my daughter's birthday uh, that day of the final four, and I said, no, forget you. Uh, there are women that are more important in my life, and it's the Red Raider girls. They're going to be playing that. Am, am oh, I crazy? Should man. I not have done that, Lance? Are they not a guarantee to get to the final four? I mean, the way they're playing right now – I mean, they they might be. I'm not going to come out and say it. They still got to prove themselves. It's three games, but they had a great a long way to go. tournament. So it's be, a long way to go, but they played really good basketball early on. So I should try to mend fences with Keely and Renee, right? That's what you said. No, I just, their, their birthdays are not that date, but I would have done that if they were. <laughs> I almost believed you for a second. Should have known. Should have known. Too gullible. All right, who do you guys got for surprises? What do you got? Um, I guess I'll go uh, Hollis Brookline 4-0. Uh, they've definitely been a surprise team early on. Obviously, Christina Balsamo, uh, 22 points per game. They had a really nice win over 11 and 70 to 63. They kind of outlasted them. It was just a back and forth contest throughout, really tight. But uh, they had a big third quarter where they outscored 11 and 11 to two, and that kind of put them over the top. So, uh, Hollis Brookline, the Cavaliers are not to be messed with early on. Uh, I think they're going to be a great team down the road and. Uh, they could surprise some people, obviously a 4-0, but a really good win over Lebanon. Uh, if they were a 3-1, maybe I wouldn't be talking about them right now, but beating Lebanon was really key 
and uh, getting them in third place right now, 4-0. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, <clears throat> they definitely they have a tough stretch uh, in February where they go. Uh, I don't know if it's two hand. I, I my notes don't say that bad bad note taking. But they play Hanover on February seventh, and then they play John Stark mm-hmm. on the eleventh, and yep. then they play Hanover again on the fourteenth. Yeah, they get the fir- the first yeah, two they get at home good. though, but uh, and then they got to go to Hanover. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that that's going to be really a test of you know where they are. But I, I think they've already proven that. Uh, they're definitely one of the contenders. I, I when I was taking all my notes, I was like listing all these teams that could be contenders, and I'm like, I'm like, I can't keep writing every team. I mean, I'm gonna take <laughs> yeah. up the whole page. Well, like, too tight. It's it's insane, and uh, yeah, we got to get some of those games because uh, it's gonna be crazy in Division Two. Oh, most definitely. But Jen, I just have a quick question. There's Uh-oh. a team in fifth place at three and one. I'm really <laughs> surprised they weren't brought up. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe I'm kind of questioning who whose side you're on, or are you still a fan? Get, or, oh yes. I don't know. I mean, you can go into it if you want. Are you, you, are you just? Tell the are you waiting to see? You're dissing right now. Are you waiting to see what this team does tonight at yes. Hanover? Oh, yes. Jen, if you weren't listen, if you weren't doing the double header, because I'm headed yes. to Hanover for women's hockey, I could have just dropped I you know. off and then picked you up on the way back through. You could have seen which team is in Hanover tonight, Jen. That would be the Co-Brown Bears. That's right. <laughs> no, I, I am excited about this start. They had a good win over Kennett. Um, they should be 4-0, though. The one point loss to Pembroke in opening night, uh, that that's a tough one. Um, I heard that uh, basically what happened is at the buzzer, a foul was called. Oh. Debatable if it was oh. before or after the whistle, but uh, go ahead, go ahead, Jen, bringing controversy. Uh, Jen, here's, just saying, go ahead. It'll feel good to say <laughs> we got screwed, man. That's all there is to it. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, they were down. Pembroke was down a point. The girl still had to hit two free throws, so I give her that. So yeah, that's stop what, being magnanimous. Come on, get down in the gutter with us. <laughs> say we got hose. We got we got hose. There you go. I, I just copied Justin. Did, did that feel good? <laughs> Felt. So good. <laughs> Weight lifted off. All right. Um, but, yeah, uh, tough, tough test against Hanover tonight. Um, I really just hoping they can compete and, you know, kind of see where they need to be because Hanover is kind of the cream of the crop in Division Two right now. So we'll see. All right. Who's making you say? We'll see. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's a team we kind of talked about. We obviously know they're going to be great, but Lebanon's Two and two. I mean, they've had a really tough schedule early on. They had a great battle with Hanover. I guess there was some foul trouble in that game, which saw two of the starters check out, Rebecca Wright and Sally Rainey. They both fouled out of that contest. So that's kind of a tough stretch for Lebanon. Obviously, that loss to Hollis Brookline hurts. You kind of expect them to probably be three and one at this point. But uh, they sit at two and two, and their schedule somewhat eases up, but not really because they got John Stark, Bishop Brady, Merrimack Valley. That's three straight games they got to play. And then obviously that February 10th contest that Jen and I are going to be at, uh, they host Hanover. That's going to be a really another tough game on the schedule, but four games right there. They're going to kind of see what they're made of early on. Obviously, Rebecca Wright's been tremendous. Uh, third leading score, Division Two at 21.5 points per game, but Lebanon still has some work to do. If they if they don't get the right seeding, they might end up seeing a team like Hanover in the final four, uh, just depending on where they end up. But Lebanon at two and two is a, a bit of a surprise. Luckily uh, for to say the least. Luckily for Lebanon, they don't have to play Spalding in the regular season, so that helps out. But uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, Jen, who do you have that makes say? Well, hmm. well, first with the thing about Spalding, I, I don't know if it's geographically, but how come Spalding does play Hanover Lebanon? What do you? Yeah, are you I, afraid? 
You afraid? Oh, what? No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, we played two Division no, One no, games. We played Dover and Concord. <laughs> playing Dover and Concord. How about that? <laughs> hey, we're playing Hanover tonight. How we, you like me now? We go play the teams. Go Brown goes play the team. You're lucky there's glasses between us here. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Ease yourself. Ease yourself. This is I'm why this is why we uh, can't do the Co Brown Spalding game because we'll just <laughs> fight and never oh, talk my God, again. That'd be. That'd be tough. I don't know if you guys would have the same friendship you would after that no, night. it'd be rude. To be honest. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. Who's making you safe in there? Now that you've thrown a gasoline bomb in my studio here and i got to put this fire out, who's making you safe? Hmm. Yeah, I was going to say Lebanon, too. Um, two losses, though, are two really good teams, Hanover and Hollis-Brookline. If you look at uh, the Hanover game was last Monday, I believe, and I think that's such an emotional game that they probably you know get really up for it. And then, you know, they lose. But then uh, a day, basically a day and a half later, because Wednesday they played Hollis Brookline. So I'm not saying that's not a good – Hollis Brookline obviously went in there and won it. So it's just a tough stretch for Lebanon. It's early in the season. Um, I, I still think they're right there with Hanover. And, uh, Almost definitely. Yeah. So um, I guess the other team I would kind of go, hmm, is uh, Kennett. But then again, they lost to my Cobra Bears, so. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're still 4-2, and two, and I, I think they're going to be fine. Um, uh, they're obviously missing Maddie Stewart. I, I wish she was playing because. Oh, I, my God. Yeah. Kenneth's still, they're going to be competitive, but Kenneth could be that third team we would be talking about if she was there um, with Hanover and Lebanon. Um, but Liz Coat is, is killing it. She's picking up slack, 17.3 points per game, and. Uh, I haven't looked at the schedule yet, but we got we got to catch them sometime. All all these teams oh, are definitely. not geographically towards us. So we we so, got to travel. So far, Jen has said yes. So far, Jen is whatever any teams have mentioned. Jen said we got to cover them. Yeah, so I know. Jen's going to do forty eight yeah. games in the I, next thirty I days. I don't. Yeah. And don't she know. said geographical about three times. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Cool. Well, <laughs> the being in the seacoast, it's it's. Uh, I mean, you look around the division, like Division Four, all the good teams are up north. Yep. Division three, all the good teams are out west. Yeah. Division two, it's like Hanover, Lebanon, and Kennett up north, and yep. Division one's all in Manchester. So it's like, okay, well, guess we put some miles on the car. <laughs> my goodness. All right, we moved to Division one. I just had to have my brakes done, by the way. So, so that's. Uh, you understand? I, I feel you. I feel you. I've over had here. about five check engine light things I've had to deal with. So let's not talk about cars. So if there's a car dealer out there that wants yeah. to supply an NA Sports Page mobile to Jen Chick Ruth and Lance Legier or I, uh, let us know. Get in contact. Uh, Division One, Lance, I'll start with you. Who is a, a, a happy surprise in Division One? Uh, you have to start with Concord when you when you talk about Division One, three and one, really coming off the gates hot. An opening night game with Salem, which they they went in there and they dominated. Uh, Ava Woodman, obviously the freshman, fifteen two point two points per game early on in her career. She's been tremendous. Although coming up maybe sidelined with injury, uh, which is going to be really unfortunate because that's a team we want to cover, and hopefully they don't fall off because they really do have some great core core pieces on that team. Elizabeth Blinn has been great for them. Kylie Buckles, uh, Kyler Buckles, excuse me. So Concord's definitely a team that I don't think anyone saw this year making this much damage. Obviously, a really good um, core that's uh, very pretty much filled with youth. A lot of freshmen and sophomores stepping up for them, but. Uh, the Crimson Tide, they've been great early on in Division One. A very pleasant surprise 
uh, sitting in fifth place right now. Yeah, three and one, and with the first four on the road. When you have a young team, that's win on the road is the most difficult thing, right? So that's uh, that's and and great hype videos. I was, was going to say we can't talk about Conquer <laughs> without awesome. Tim Latour. Tim oh my God, that was awesome. I saw that. I was like, "Wow! All let's, right, let's go!" Right? I want to. If I wasn't in an Epping tonight, I'd go there for the free T-shirt. Oh <laughs> that's a, that's I'd a sweet be T-shirt. First in line. Yeah, I know. Me too. Well, I'll be too. Okay, one, two. All right. Uh, okay, and Jen, who you got for uh, happy surprise here? Now, when we say happy surprise, we're not going to be surprised. Bishop Girton's four and zero. We're not going to be surprised <laughs> that Memorial yeah. is three and zero. Yeah, we'll talk to them later at some point. Don't right. worry. Um, I would say Merrimack 4-0 um, with wins over Central and Goffstown. Goffstown they beat last night. So that, that, that's real, really surprising. Uh, I know their coach, uh, Courtney Cheatham, um, stepped down, and she's actually refereeing now. Um, so that's a great start for them. The, the other reason I'm bringing them up is uh, I was doing my notes today. There, there's no scoring leaders. You know, what, what's up, Merrimack? Uh, Where's your where's your stats? Email the book, Merrimack. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, no, I I definitely tried to reach out to them early because Merrimack was a team. They're like they're going to be sneaky good this year. And, sneaky good. I like yeah, that. it was kind of difficult trying to uh, reach out to them. Obviously, I kind of mentioned them in my Thursday thoughts. I mean, sitting early on now four and oh, I hadn't even had that golf sound scoring yet because I was still waiting on stats. But uh, that's a really good win because Kelly Walsh has been. Arguably one of the best players in Division One in in the in, in the entire state. I mean, she's just she's scoring at will. Yeah, did you I mean, see she broke the uh, school record last night? It's like thirteen thousand yep. something points. Thirteen yeah. thousand, thirteen hundred. Right? Thirteen hundred, yeah, thirteen thousand. Oh my <laughs> 13, god, she's playing WNBA right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and and as I said in the top ten, while she was talking about her like six years ago, oh, and talking know, about how right? like, when she was probably like a, like a seventh grader, how good she was going to be. And he wasn't lying though. <laughs> no. I mean, she's been le- all the legitness, <laughs> almost thirty points per game. Yeah, she had 30, 38 the other night. Uh, so I, I goodness. tweeted at Connor. I was like, hey, thirty eight. I guess it's all right. What do you think about that? And he goes, well, I wish she made that layup to make it forty. <laughs> <laughs> See, see, while she can score 38, but he'd let his guy score 35. That would be the problem. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to touch that. I, I saw it happen. It's all right. All right. Uh, so, that, so, oh, did, did you say your team? Oh, yeah, Merrimack. All right. So, uh, Lance, who's making you say, hmm? Uh, the team that's making me say, hmm, early on, I guess I could have two, but Salem. Uh, sitting at three and two, obviously that opening night loss to Concord. And then they only scored, I believe, I just got to check, 23 points against North. I mean, that was real. I mean, no, against South. See, I knew I was going to screw that up. I had to check. 35-23 loss to South. I mean, that's credit to South. I mean, they're a great team, but only 23 points. The Salem offense, at least last year, was a lot more electrifying. And, and I talked about my Thursday thoughts. Jordan Branson, she's kind of had difficulty scoring. Uh, this year, I think defenses are really keying in on her, only averaging 9.8 points per game. It's crazy that she's not averaging double digits just because of the player that she is. But uh, freshman Olivia Murray's been standing, stepping up for them. They had a great win against Wyndham in their last one. They got Pinkerton tonight, which is going to be a real tough contest. I picked Pinkerton and staff picks just because I think that Pinkerton defense might uh, kind of hone in and, and stop Salem. Uh, but it will be on uh, the Blue Devils' home floor. So, I mean, it will be interesting, but. Salem at three and two is just kind of puzzling to me. Really, not the best of losses early on. I expected them to just be a little bit better than they are right now. All right, Jen. I think I know which way you're going to go, but let's see if I'm surprised. Who you got? Uh, well, I was going to say Salem. So, oh, all right. Well, <laughs> Where'd you think I was going to go? I thought you were going to go uh, maybe with Portsmouth. Portsmouth, yeah, that, yeah. That's my second team. Yeah, yeah. I think they're still just 
they're young. They're trying to figure out who they are. Um, but they got a get right game tonight at Trinity because Trinity's 0 4. So, yeah. Yeah, and a chance to win yeah. two straight. They, you know, they beat Exeter, though, and Exeter can screw you up playing that Grinnell style. Yeah. So, if you can beat them, I mean, any you beat them by one, you beat them by 100, you, you take a win over Exeter. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like they're one of those teams that just kind of comes on at the end once they they find themselves i always say that about the co-brown boys because we're very they usually do minded yeah. but yeah we always you coming into our well, own in march you know? hop, hop's such a great coach he'll have that he'll have yeah. them yeah playing the way he wants by by the middle of uh by, by the beginning of february i'd say yeah Getting to the halfway point and i think tim can really turn that team around he's a great coach so i wouldn't be surprised to see them kind of propel up towards the in the second half of the year so we'll, we'll see what happens with portsmouth but obviously two and two uh, not the start we expected, but I guess you could say we expected just because they're a young team and they lost two great players through that program that's probably ever seen in a long time. So uh, we'll, we'll see what the Clippers can do come come playoff time. Was, yeah. was that your backup team or was they stepping on your toes? There? No. That was my backup team. <laughs> yeah. No, I, th- I think uh, for Division One, it's hard to find a, you know, a hmm, because everything's playing out. To script pretty much as as we thought it would, uh, you know. BG is BG. Turns out BG is good. Yeah, amazing. Did you see they were playing in Miami for a holiday tournament, like one of the best holiday yeah. tournaments? <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, they're just shooting uh, bus buck buckets at on Miami Beach, and I'm just thinking like, uh, you know, how can I get to be assistant on that team? You know, <laughs> <laughs> as I'm sitting, you know, at home. Gonna call Brad Creek. Yeah, he I guess be on so. There. I guess so. Jeez. If I knew he was going to Miami. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's it's all been kind of playing out, you know, BG, Memorial, Central, Bedford, Pinkerton. Um, I think, yeah, BG, Memorial still uh, my picks go to the championship, so it's still playing out that way. And uh, uh, BG, Memorial, that, that matchup's coming soon, and uh, hopefully we will be there. All right. Oh, working on it. Working on it. Working on it. Always working on it. She's yeah. always, always working, working on it. Oh, that's the same night. Oh, okay. I see why you don't want to do Spalding uh, Cobra because yeah. it's BG Memorial that night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the two best teams that's in the state. Yeah, yeah. You know. No, yeah. I feel you. That's all right. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, this, uh, g- good insight. Great job by uh, by the two of you. I'm really just steering the ship. Yeah, but... I, was, I was like a C plus. <laughs> Lance is like an A plus plus. Lance is always an A plus. Like, like, he's a man. Jen always undermining her performance. Yeah. She's just so modest. L- right? L- L- Lance is a twenty. He's like twenty two and ten. And Jen and I are just trying to make sure we don't pick up technical fouls <laughs> yeah. to just screw up the game. I am That's a pretty all. dirty player. So you, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to just about wrap it up. You guys are going to be doing uh, Epping and Woodsville, a doubleheader tonight. And where are you headed next week? Did you figure that out yet? or I was st- still working on it. Nothing set in stone. All right. We'll, we'll be yep. out in a couple games next week. All right, well, uh, keep an eye on the Twitter feed and uh, and all that. And uh, like I said, uh, if you're not sending stats to Lance, Lance, uh, what's the email to get you at? Uh, Lance, nhsportspage at gmail.com. All right, there you have it. Uh, thanks a lot, guys, and uh, we'll see you at the games.